Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women, to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the cultures of the world together. And when we listen to real people, to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our humanity without our differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Rima Holokolosova. Rima Holokolosova. Rima is from a little town in the east of Ukraine and now living and studying in a gymnasium in Germany. She loves football, drawing, and playing the ukulele. Rima, how are you today? Hi, hello. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you for having me. And this is like really big honor for me because I heard a lot of about you and your podcast and I listened to a lot of podcasts by my friends. So yes. It's my privilege and my honor to know you better, to share about you in this episode and thank you for participating. My first nice question is, if your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? So they would probably say that I'm funny and brave, I guess. I'm really supportive and like sunny person. I always find something good in whatever is happening. And yes, I can I can say that they really appreciate me. I love that. That sounds wonderful. And so when you meet new people, I don't know if it was difficult for you to make new friends in Germany or you were able to do it easily. What do you look for? Are you looking for people who are positive and sunny, similar to you? Are you looking for people from totally different background and interests and cultures so that you discover something new or just sincere, honest people? who you feel they are being themselves and you can be yourself without judgment or what else? Um, you know, everyone is like different and that's what I love in people. I really easily make friends uh, because I really like meet new people. And yes, for me, it's quite important when when people are like me, they are funny and like um, always into some activities, always are going somewhere and to fi and finding out about something new. Um, yes, that's it. That's wonderful. And I'm curious even more about you. So you have your hobbies, you have your interests. Nowadays, what do you do in order to keep your mental health during difficult times? What are some things you can do there in Germany that give you the feeling of forgetting all your troubles and problems? 
Uh, well, at first, I have a lot of online friends. Like, I don't need to see them if I can text them sometimes. And they are really supportive. I really love them and I appreciate them. And they um, always help me. This is, like, the most important. And then I understand that, like, once a week, you need to get some rest. You need to cry. You need to think about something bad. And when you feel um, a little bit better then you're ready to do something that you like and you do it like better and actually the fact that I really like playing football is is really meaningful for me I really like playing football I forget about every everything I forget about troubles and some problems that I have um yes and this this is like all about my hobbies every my hobby helps me to relax to rest and to forget about some problems thank you i noticed you mentioned about helping people they help you that they're useful in a way and some people will think oh my god if what is important in your relationship with people is that they're useful, they help you in some way, maybe that's superficial or whatever, and I'm playing the devil's advocate here. How is that conciliated or how do you think about that if you like people for their personality and who they are compared for liking them because they do things for you? How is it different? What's the consistency between it? What would you say to people who say, oh, if you like someone because they help you, then you don't really like them. If any other person was helping you, you would like that other person instead. Um, so I should say that the way people are trying to help other people, this is what shows their personality. And I guess personality is um, the main quality for me when I choose friends or people I'm going to spend time with or like make friends with um, because yeah for me this is really um, important when person can help others because it shows um, how kind he is and how I don't know how he's ready to be always right right next to you thank you and can we speak a bit about football how did you fall in love with it what's the story of your beginning your experience with football and what made you really feel fascinated by it um when i was like 11 years old I had a lot of friends and the, like a lot of maybe five or seven you know people um, they were a bit a bit um, older than me and they showed me a really uh, good game exactly football and I don't know I don't know how it happened but I just literally fell in love with it like there is you can say that there is nothing special about this and maybe some people even say that this is a stupid game but not for me i just feel really um i don't know really football is inspiring me every time always so 
Yes, and it reminds me about my friends and the time when I was a bit younger and there was um, not so much problems. Thank you so much. And I know it's a very difficult situation and the war started 10 years ago in the Donbass region and now the invasion, it was on February 24th, the full-scale war. How was that day for you? Where were you in that moment? Did you hear some explosions? What was going on? Did you believe it or not? And then what is your story of you moving from Ukraine to Germany? Uh, so my father is really, I guess, clever person and smart. And he is following all the news he was following all the news and he said that there is possible invasion uh like before a month uh, a month before the actual invasion and all my family was like really um worried about this they were shocked that uh, everything that my dad says is became a true um it was like mind-blowing you know and the moment, the, the last day before war, he told us that there is maybe will be an invasion. And this feeling, this nerves that we felt was like, um, I can't even describe it. Uh, we fall asleep at half of, um, I, I don't re re really remember in what time we fall asleep, but it was kind of really um, early. And the moment I felt when I opened my eyes and I heard explosions, it was, no, I can't describe it. It was something that I didn't want to believe. I, my hands were shaking and my whole body was shaking. And when my mom uh, was trying to woke, uh, wake me up, but I already was awake. Everyone was so shocked and we already thought about to go to Kharkiv, if you know this city, um, because we thought that Russia started invasion just in Donbass. But then we uh, heard the news and we understood that the whole Ukraine, the whole Ukraine was in really big explosions that was really, really un unbelievable. That was the worst feeling I ever felt. And then we decided to go to my aunt because we like uh, live not so far away from her. And we, if we do something, we always do something with uh, her and her family. And then it was like a time I didn't even remember. We was just sitting uh, without any explosions because our territory was already occupied because there were no no big army in our territory because Ukraine like didn't have really really big army for that time that they could protect everything in Ukraine every region in Ukraine because they were were, were all fight, fighting for uh, Kiev that's what I completely understand. Uh, because the war is, like, you know, quite difficult. And uh, we were sitting in silence and trying to decide what to do, what is going to be next. 
And when we started to leave a little bit, when we started to leave, actually, to started to understanding what is going on, there were a, a really a lot of nerves. And after a month of the war, we started to think that we cannot be occupied, that we need to move somewhere. Um, we find out about our friends in Germany and they helped us. They found um, a house where we can live. And right now we are here. And I guess that was the best decision that was made during the war because to be here is really big opportunity to leave because you can go ahead, you can um, study, you can do what you liked and then to grab some power and go back to Ukraine when everything is over and yeah, and continue to live in free country and to finally see some your relatives, for example, my grandma is still occupied, and we and I didn't see her like um, already seven months, which is quite difficult for me because she's 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 everything for me. She supports me all the time, and the only thing I can do right now is just call in, call her. But this is not enough for me. I understand how emotional and difficult that is for you. And all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Heroim Slava. Thank you, Rima. And to ask you about the culture, first, you come from a little town in the east of Ukraine. How does that make your culture? Are you like a traditional, deeply Ukrainian in every way kind of person or because of the internet you are cosmopolitan where you have ukrainian roots with a mix of like the uk as well as hollywood in the us because of k-pop some korean and anime gives you some japanese attitudes and you're a mix of everything or how is that if you could describe a Ukrainian girl your age in 2022, before the war maybe, how would her culture be, her thoughts, her emotions, if she's growing not in a big city, but in a deeper part of Ukraine? Uh, well, before war, exactly big um, invasion to Ukraine, I didn't even think about how big is our culture before this invasion, I was speaking only Russian because we used to speak Russian in our region, which is really awful because every country should have their national language. So this is 100%. And after the big invasion, I started to speak only Ukrainian um, and English and learn German. And I wasn't interested about culture. And that's what I'm really... Um, mad about to my on myself to myself uh, because I was kind of stupid in this point uh, because I guess that this is really important for every Ukrainian person to know Ukrainian culture to know Ukrainian traditions um, language of course and literature I guess I really love literature uh especially after the big invasion because 
I love reading some articles, some interesting facts about Ukraine and to finding out about something I didn't know before. And I have um, a friend, is she's she's really brilliant in that and you took an podcast you took an interview with her this that was Marta Schweitz and she's like brilliant on this point uh she knows really a lot she's really smart and that that's she, she's my idol I want to be like her I want to know as much as she knows so the main I guess what I should say right now and that is that you should know the language of your country. You should know the culture and traditions of your country because this is like, this is your history. This is all about your country. Yes. I agree 100%. And the culture of Ukraine is very rich, very deep and very unique and interesting. And now that you have maybe seven months of life in Germany, how would you compare the culture? How are German people in their attitudes or vibe compared to Ukrainians? What are some things that are unusual to you that seem to be normal in Germany? Can you share about your experience discovering that new culture? Um, so I didn't think, uh, I didn't, wait, I didn't find out a lot about German culture, but I can say something about people because German people are completely different. They, I, I, I think I never met people like them before. Um, and I should say, I guess I have a right to say it, but I really like Ukrainian people more than Germans because I always think that when I see Ukrainian person I know what he thinks about uh, what they think about because I feel like a connection with them but I cannot say that I have a same connection with German people um, German people are slower than Ukrainian people uh, they're completely different, as I said before. Um, and education in Germany is slow too. And Germans are not worried about other countries, I guess. Uh, for example, for example, in schools, they have only German history in that time that Ukraine have uh, the history that talk that talks about uh, the whole world. Uh, the wars in every country that exists and we are talking about this and we understand the reasons of this wars and we can easily do not let them happen but I cannot say the same about Germans because they don't even know why some of them don't even know why Russia invaded Ukraine and some of them don't even know why uh, that Ukraine was, um, you know, a country before they thought there was a part of Russia, that Ukraine was a part of Russia, which is really stupid uh, and makes me angry all the time. I understand how difficult that is for you. And yes, it's important for people in the world to 
learn more and discover more about the cultures, histories, and real people of other places. That's why this podcast shares more about real people and to know you even on a deeper level. First, did you find it easy to make new friends in Germany? There is this idea that people think, oh my God, Ukrainians are closed off. A lot of Ukrainian girls maybe have a poker bitch face where they look angry all the time. I don't know if you had that experience of people thinking you have an intimidating look or resting face and that German people are maybe more open compared to Ukrainians. But in reality, Ukrainian people are funny. They're very open and friendly. While some people say that if you go to Germany, even after some years, it's not really possible to make close friends because people don't open as much. What's your opinion on all of this? I guess the main one, the main thing that I say is that it's way much um, difficult to make friends in another country. Even though I know English quite well, I guess. And if I'll go, if I go to England and I will try to make some friends, that will be easier. Uh, that will be difficult, still difficult, because I don't know. Every every people are not like all the people are not like Ukrainians because I can easily make friends with Ukrainians, but Germans, no, they're not so open. They're not so, I guess, brave in meaning that they are not open for something new, to do something new and to do new activities and to make friends with you, to not look awkward or all the stuff. So... Yeah, this is difficult for me. As for a person who easily can make friends in Ukraine, it's really difficult for me to make friends in Germany. Yeah, because I don't know language. And as I said before, people are completely different. Oh, uh, what Germans actually think about Ukrainian people. When Well, some of uh, German kids, which I'm studying in a gymnasium with, uh, they are not interested what is going on in Ukraine right now. And they don't even know what Ukrainians doing here, um, which is kind of strange for me and weird because, you know, how people cannot know about uh, wars that are happening right now. This is, this is weird. Um, I have a class of people, a lot of Ukrainian people, um, that like every Ukrainian person that I've ever met was really um, like me, I guess. I never wished anyone something bad or never was making a poker face, you know, as you said. So I guess Germans are opened for new Ukrainian friends, for new Ukrainian people, but not making them really cool friends and close friends. Thank you. And I'm really curious about this, even before this February 24th bigger war. 
Ukrainian people seem to have, or at least the younger generation, a desire for new emotions and interest in new experiences, new adventures, in trying new things, maybe new activities, volunteering, and to be open to other people from other cultures and to try, like I said, a lot of new things. While, like you said, in Germany or many other countries, people stay in too much in their comfort zone. They don't like to try too many adventures or new things, at least it's not as common as Ukrainians. What do you think is the reason for this? I mean, that Ukrainians are open to trying new things. Is it something from the past or maybe they noticed their parents because of the Soviet ideas? They didn't try too much and they're like, no, I want to live a better life. Or they have these dreams because of Netflix and all that to live the American dream. But it means to explore or be adventurous. Do you agree with this, that Ukrainian people are more open to trying new things, to experiencing new emotions? And what do you feel is the reason they have often such motivation? Uh, yes, I, I, I am agree. Because I, I don't even know how to explain this. I just feel like Ukrainian people are going always to help you. Um, that they are special, that they always open for something new. Yes, I guess the Soviet, Soviet idea is quite great reason for this, because Ukraine wasn't a country in that time, you know, uh, that Russia as the main country in um, Soviet was the most important, I guess. And they always were telling that Ukraine is not a country, that they're just like people that don't belong here, um, which is was really stupid. And then Ukrainians understood how difficult it is to be, uh, to get freedom. And they understood that they should do everything um, that be like interesting for other people, that other people will finding out about them and to know them as such great country and free country and country where they can live and um, the culture they can learn. Yes, I just feel like Ukraine and Ukrainian people is something special for me and something and they and that they can bring a lot of good things in this world and to other people. I agree 100%. Thank you, Rima, so much. This was my privilege, my honor to interview you. I wish you safety. I wish victory for Ukraine. I wish you opportunities and success to you, your family, and every Ukrainian. And thank you again. Thank you so much. It was an incredible opportunity and I wish you a great day and I hope that we'll see each other someday. Mm -hmm.